1: This podcast
2: is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
0: This episode is brought to you by Harry's Roses. Love Harry's Roses.
2: Yeah. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News, shooting up your The Weekly Planet, The Weekly
3: Planet.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet Podcast where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. I, if I sound down, Mason. It's because,
2: well, you know why Peter Fonda died. Peter Fonda died. So easy rider. <laughs> yep, and more, more accurate to to our listeners and us, Ghost Rider. Exactly. Uh, on top of that,
0: also we just did the entire episode, uh, just just now.
2: Oh my God, so we're done, so I can go home. (laughs) No, Mason. It's the magic hour. I'm going to go home and get a kebab. It did not record. Oh, what? You're just telling me now. (laughs) The the ad spot recorded. Oh my God, well, that's the important thing. That's true.
0: We always Mm. said if we ever lost an episode, it would be gone forever. Mm -hmm. But professionalism took over and... because we needed to do an ad, took over.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, exactly. That's right. Yeah, we're beholden to our masters in Harry's Harry's Raisers. Is that who we're doing this week? That's exactly it. Yeah. Yep, so we thought, well, why not? You know, the the true fans. Yes. Harry's Razors. Yeah. So they'll this get, they'll get their episode.
0: So this might be uh, maybe a little bit shorter. I don't or know. Or cause longer. Or longer, because we're just kind of.
2: It'll be shorter because we'll have to take out all this because we they, we probably won't do the Seinfeld riff anymore. That was such a good which riff. Which is just and was just it was us existing in a world where we were both Seinfeld. <laughs> and just but you'll never maybe we'll do it live one day yeah maybe we
0: will yeah. but yeah dueling but I, Seinfeld I feel like the magic is gone though we'll, we'll come up with new we'll magic see, yeah. Peter Fonda of course as you mentioned passed away is, Well, the movie we we have talked about oh my it. God, we'll are we, we going to be
2: talking about this three times the death of Peter Fonda <laughs> yeah, it is seems that way we, <gasps> well, <I'm> saying, <gasps> a guy we barely know what he did <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, he's done a lot of good stuff yeah
2: but also name another thing besides Easy Rider and Ghost Rider I really can't but
0: mm-hmm. I know that he's a he was a titan of of, of filmmaking Yes And I will not Stand okay. down from that Mason right. Also uh, Richard Williams Who's an award winning animator um, Behind Who Framed Roger Rabbit Also passed away At 86 this week uh, Who did a lot of Revolutionary stuff On that film And uh, Captain Christian uh, Does does an excellent video On the animation stuff. That dog is absolutely <laughs> Gone bananas Next to you Yeah uh, did an excellent video on the animation behind that movie if you want to check out kind of the work done on her friend Roger Rabbit because there's some really revolutionary stuff give me an
2: example of a revolutionary thing well
0: basically they use like motorised uh, just arms to, to stand in for characters so they could pass things and, and move through doorways and, and whatever just to kind of give more life to the scene imagine mm-hmm. Space Jam but without green screen
2: I cannot imagine Space Jam <laughs> with or without green screen <laughs> You love Space Jam, right? I don't know if I've ever seen Space Jam all the way through Well, we're going to have to
0: do it for Caravan of Garbage, then I guess.
2: Why? Because they're remaking it? Yes. Oh, and they're doing
0: a sequel with another basketball player. Oh, is it it's LeBron? Is sure. It? Okay. Yep. <laughs> Let's good. Say that it is. All right, good. Uh, we also gotta mention our charity campaign is just about to hit halfway to the fifty thousand dollars raised. Uh, of course, every dollar that's raised is doubled, and that money goes towards making a seaweed farm which cuts down CO two emissions. Oh my god, you're so you're so
2: professional about this one. When you get well, I had a
0: lot of time to warm up, honestly.
2: Oh, you absolutely <laughs> did. That's true. Well, it's interesting because we will have to go through we're going to have to talk about the same stuff again. Yeah. But, yeah, well, we're, re- well, we're really going to be on the ball. We're just going to have to
0: pretend that we didn't hear the other person say the exact same thing they've already said. We're just going to have to let that go.
2: Well, I mean, you know, a lot of the time I'll say something, I'll say a joke, and, and you'll react the same way whether you've heard it like before or not. Like
0: this? We got a laugh track now on this
2: machine. Please don't, please don't touch the machine. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> that
0: made you very nervous. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: Look, the big recording button is red. It's red, so oh, that's I don't know a what else sign. we need from it. That's mm. that's
2: really all we need, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Anything else? Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, so the Intrepid Foundation, as you mentioned. Yeah, that's right, yeah. We did forget to mention that twice. That's right. And, of course, there are a bunch
0: of perks that you get from that. We're doing a bonus Q&A episode, which we'll definitely record only once. Oh, my God. Uh, So if you donate any amount of money, you can ask a question. There's going to be prizes. Uh, So please, donate if you can. Also, episode 300 is coming up in two episodes. What do you want us to do? At episode 200 with Star Wars prequels, we were thinking maybe the Matrix films. We could do a superhero showdown. It's really up to the people, Uh, isn't it, Mason?
2: Are you going to try and sneak in two more episodes before... Or episode three hundred because you are you would technically still be on oh, episode two hundred ninety eight.
0: Okay, well, do you want to celebrate at three hundred two then? I mean, you can celebrate on three hundred two. Well, this is technically episode two ninety nine. We're one ahead now. Oh my god, you're <laughs> so right. 300's
2: next week. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> what a world! I know, right, Mason? I hate to do this too, but we've got Star
2: Wars news. <laughs> that's really the, the, cool. the, the 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 sheer indignity. <laughs> But it is Star Wars news The news that I hate the most Well you know what the news, the news that I like the least I still like it a little bit Sure I like the fact that there is news of any kind Yeah But the indignity of having to listen to it twice It's the same news <laughs> Yeah From mere moments ago
0: You got a you break last week I feel like this is only fitting Oh,
2: it's, yeah, it's you, you're right. It's, it's like when you fair. got
0: when you take a week off work and you get back and you're like, I've got double the workload. Didn't feel like a holiday at all.
2: That's not how my job works at all.
0: Well, I I've, I've, I have got, to drive two, two trams. No, he yeah, has like sometimes. straddling between. No, I do have to do that. You're right. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're right. <laughs>
0: Are you striking, by the way?
2: Uh not so far, but maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? There's going to be an out of uniform day. Oh, really? Uh, next, what are you going to wear next week? Well, I'm not. Work, I'm not working that day. Oh, okay. But well, that's, it, that yeah. means like the next day. Though, that's part up of my work. signature look. <laughs> Obviously, I wear a fedora at work, so I'd have to wear something different. I don't Can you actually wear a hat as a tram driver? There are assorted hats. Yeah. Right. Uh, but that
0: that, that are they work related hats. Yeah, there yeah. are
2: work related hats. There's like a beanie and like a. Like a baseball cap kind of situation. Can you wear it backwards? No, absolutely not. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I have an old shaped skull. Oh. Okay. Physically I cannot wear them backwards. No, but are you allowed to? No, of course okay. not. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I understand now. Anyway. S- some drivers have like a like a like an Akubra hat kind of situation. Yeah, right. They don't I don't know where they come from.
0: Yeah. The bin. Because <laughs> they're no good, mate. Brutal. <laughs> uh so the Obi-Wan Star Wars series looks like it's officially happening, variety oh, yeah. even weighing in on this. It's not it's not confirmed. Next week is D twenty three. Uh, but it's basically Ewan McGregor is set to return as his character, Obi Wan Kenobi from Star Wars. <laughs> it's okay, right. Yeah. Uh, not it's, the
2: character from Train He's no. not. Okay.
0: This is something I didn't mention last time. We re- we didn't record this. Oh yes. They mentioned there's going to be uh, a returning like, roboty metal character. So there could be a, Grievous. a roboty metal. Yeah, character. it could be a Grievous. It could okay. be a Darth Maul. It could be a C3PO.
2: Are you getting... Do you think it's maybe like Grievous's head that he carries around in like a bowling ball bag or something like that? Well, he
0: didn't behead Grievous, but I can imagine that he could have. He might have gone back for it. <laughs> he sure, said, why not? But his head like caught fire. He, was, he burnt like his eyes. came out through the Is eyes. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. He shot him in the chest and his whole body, like what was left of it, just.
2: In Attack of the Clones or whichever one it uh, was in. Yeah, th- third one, Revenge of the Sith. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. Well, Mason,
0: he... we talked about it in episode 200. How do you not remember? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Um. Okay, that's exciting. Well, what? Because that's the thing. Like, I don't. What do we know about Obi Wan Kenobi? What do you mean? Like, what? What's he like? Like, would he collect Would he collect a trophy? Would he collect a severed head of a man? (laughs) (laughs) Or a robot man? No, I don't think so. I mean, they're all kind of weird, dead-eyed
0: psychopaths, aren't they? Under the guise of peace.
2: Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. yeah. Yeah.
0: I know they collect like ancient artifacts and yeah. you know things like that is so this
2: just going to be him like is this just going to be like 13 hours of stoicism or yeah something right like that? okay maybe because I don't I'm not on board I don't with that. think
0: so I think it's going to be like local crime lord stuff there's a few comics that they've okay. made in right. canon
2: and do you think he's just going to be like Riley amused by everything no think I think that's... he's going to be
0: like I used to be cool and now I'm hot that's so hot.
2: <laughs> is it right. That's, what he'll say. that's his famous catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I used to be. Co- he no. used to be cool, but now he's hot, and he's tipping those shades. That's
0: right. I used to be cool,
2: but now I'm hot. Hot. Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, so look, it, it's this has been seemingly in the works for since they announced they were rebooting, not rebooting, like bringing that all these back. Yeah, yeah. This, this I really want to see this, and I hope it's good. Apparently, it's a limited series. The Mandalorian is going to be ongoing. Oh. This this will be kind of one and done. It seems, unless it does really well, and then they will do another one. Yeah, for so, sure uh-huh. But he actually Do you know which uh, New Star Wars stuff He's actually turned up in
2: Obi-Wan Kenobi Yeah no. He showed
0: up one time He's in The Force Awakens In the flash In that weird Force vision scene Oh I see it's Right a combination of him And Alec Guinness Say uh, hello for, there Yeah hello there I was hot But now I'm <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his catchphrase is He used to be
2: cool But now he's I hot I was hot But now I'm cold
0: Very good uh, It didn't work I tried to bring the Seinfeld back <laughs> Didn't feel it I understand I get it. Um, What else we got here More Star Wars news Mason You Don't know Just that. speed
2: through it Slow it down for the listener That's alright
0: No what else is there to say Did we cover all that I think so Some yeah. Other Star Wars news Okay The Hollywood Reporter has reported That the Game this of rag I know right The Game of Thrones uh, Duo David Benioff And D.B. Weiss their treatment for a see Star
2: positive Wars. last time we had to look up their names
0: we did that's right mm. just fly we should do this every week I know. <laughs> uh, they th- there's a they're writing the treatment for a Star Wars trilogy and they're committed to penning at least one of the films and the original deal was to write three so it's unclear like what this is going
2: to look like right basically. is this is this them shirking their duties yes is this jumping is, is this Disney panicking again. and being like well, we don't trust them actually to write three so we'll just we'll just give them one. Mm. Or is this the case of like they got their foot in the door, they signed the contract? And yeah. are these guys like the people at your job yeah. who are like, what can I get away with not doing? <laughs> yeah, right, like, okay. what's the absolute bare minimum I can do yeah. and not be fired? And yeah. they're like, we could just write, write one. Yeah. They'll never know.
0: Because they've got that Netflix deal. But what does that mean? Does it just mean like they're going to sit in a room and be like, what if there was a cowboy, but he had, but he drove two trams? He wore a, f- a fedora or whatever. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, a, first that,
2: of all, he'd be sued for intellectual property theft, <laughs> both of them. <laughs>
0: yes. But, like, are they just throwing out ideas or is it...
2: Yeah. What, or, what level or is it of development like, is they Or are they, are they, are they like... Is it some sort of think tank? Yeah, like it wouldn't, I don't know anything about these guys. What do I know about these guys? But I mean, well, we what do up- I know about these guys? <laughs> we we looked. We looked up there. Yeah, I know. But like, stuff, but, but, but I, I guess my question would be like, are they the kind of people who would be like, okay, we've got this Netflix deal. Now we'll bring in a uh, a group of, like a think tank. Yeah, okay, I got like you. Like a group yeah. of writers. but we did look them up.
0: So they yeah. did some some novels, some minor TV stuff here uh-huh. and there, but nothing. The Game of Thrones is mm-hmm. the. The, the thing, thing yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's it. So, look, what do, you, what do you even say? You know what I mean? <laughs> what do <laughs> you, do you say, say that hasn't already <laughs> yeah. been said? They've got
2: a proven track record that was good for a while and then not yeah. good at all. But
0: I do wonder if maybe they're looking at, like they're good at adapting things, it would seem. Yeah. until
2: the, at, When the guiding hand of the yeah. person creating it is right, right
0: there. But so, but now if they're asking So they're bringing Lucas back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe yeah. mm-hmm. there's been room, not rumors, there's been speculation they're going to bring George Lucas back for, for something to like you know have with a with his in permission
2: things. you would hope <laughs> <laughs> going to bring him back against his will. <laughs> he just wants to hang out in food courts in Adelaide, and of they won't let him. He
0: just wants to live his life mm. in Adelaide, yeah, in a food
2: court. Yeah, what does his wife do? That's why he was there, right? I don't know. Okay, she
0: says so I know she's some kind of high flying. Person, yeah, and she was I at some
2: development conference or something like that. Yeah, right. And then he was just like, well, going to go to a food, food court. court in Adelaide. Yeah,
0: I got some spare coin and time, yeah. so why wouldn't I? I'm <laughs> oh, good on him. In other Star Wars news, Mason, <sighs> Ryan Johnson has talked about his trilogy, Mm -hmm. which is also maybe still happening or not happening. Again, we'll probably find out more at D23. But he says basically he's doing something that steps beyond the legacy characters. Uh, The blue sky element is what's striking about It's because, et cetera, and so forth, finding out what the essence (laughs) of Star Wars is. And and look, I said it
2: the last time, (laughs) and I'll say it again. He's never. Get, of course, it's going to be the essence of Star Wars. He's never going to go. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to. You know all yes. the stuff you like. We're never going to do. We're not going to yeah, do that. We're, we're going to do new stuff that you're going to hate. We want to take the, the <laughs> You know me, Ryan Johnson, the guy <laughs> that made the one that a lot of people hate. Well, I'm going to do new more new more new stuff that you're probably going to hate. Yeah, surprise, idiots.
0: I think people would be less inclined to hate this if. Well, I, mean, I we, we like the last Jedi. Yeah, yes, but. uh if he hadn't have made the Last Jedi and then was coming into this, I think people would be more open to changes in the Star Wars universe when they're not you're not using legacy characters. You've invented a new character. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Trim tram dim dam. So you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> you're telling me that's not all Star Wars. I'm character? probably going to sue him for intellectual property <laughs> theft. But all right. Yes. So I just I'm there's, there's these two. Trilogies That they're making Yes But when Even the logistics of When they're going to be coming out Yeah Or
2: mm-hmm. what platform I don't know Yeah or have they, are they I mean Are they Have they got these people on the hook And they're like Look Sometime in the next 15 years You have to make these Or yeah. is it like 2020 We're putting six movies out yeah. Like there's no way There's yeah. no way of knowing That's right I mean there is a way of knowing It's it's Them
0: telling us D23 Yeah that's right mm-hmm. Yeah But that'll be We'll, we'll find out won't we uh, And speaking of Disney Mason Disney are talking about an Aladdin sequel. Will we get Return of Jafar? Will we get King of Thieves? Will we get that cartoon, the, the, the show that was on Saturday morning? Remember was that? there a. No? Yeah, yeah, there was an, anima- there was an uh, Aladdin TV series. Dan Castan and Alan Lalo was the Oh, I see, fan, yeah? right. Okay. Like he was in some of the movies. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 So, just Return of Jafar yeah okay, that's all you want they got well he recorded everything for King of Thieves but then they got Robin Williams back and Good Faith and whatever oh, so I they re- redid it all yeah Okay. but uh you know it's been, thanks for coming in Dan yeah thanks <laughs> Dan <laughs> regardless I mean
2: he's not hurting for
0: work though. No, he doesn't like, care they get, it's not like they they get 6 million an episode for Simpsons each or whatever is it they, really it's crazy I don't know what it is but it's a lot mm.
2: yeah it's
0: it's in the millions well
2: I was just exactly I was, I was just I was just thinking about that the other day apropos mm. of nothing just at work yeah uh, just thinking about how Harry Shearer like records from his house, and he gets a million dollars an episode. And some days, mm. I imagine that will be one line, definitely, because he's he'd be doing like maybe Mr. Burns and Smithers aren't in this episode, well, so he's just like.
0: But it's harder for him than it would be, say, who the woman who does Lisa, because I think she only does Lisa, right? So he's he does six to eight characters or whatever, sure. And Lisa's just like, there's too many meat eaters or whatever, <laughs> whatever Lisa's doing now. In, <laughs> The Simpsons
2: She's a meat eater now she She's too many but There's too many meat eaters And I love it
0: <laughs> I don't know yeah. I don't know what they're up to Me neither So that's We talked about this before But um, the next The natural progression Of these live action movies mm. They clearly make money All of them except Dumbo have done incredibly successfully. The two this year have both hit a
2: billion dollars. Should they take another crack at Dumbo is the question. Never in a million years. <laughs> we, uh, didn't know, we didn't know if it was bad or not. What do you we, think? Yes, it was bad. <laughs> but I didn't see it. So I can't say that we're in, with any level of authority. But I'm going to. It was bad. It was
0: bad probably. Yeah. Also apparently it goes beyond the story of Dumbo because Dumbo goes for like
2: How hour. dare they? I know. Yeah, right. So the, it, it continues on it from It wasn't that. just like... Long establishing shots of Dumbo. It wasn't just like an extended sadness sequence where he walks around the the the, the circus grounds oh, on God. a chain or
0: whatever. The whole thing is an extended set, sadness better, sequence. That's what itself. I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. Don't need any more of that. Mm. But uh, also Lion King is now the highest grossing animated film of all time, the new one, already. So there you go. And we loved it. So that's good. We didn't love it, though? But I didn't like it.
2: I also didn't like it. <laughs> and that's... It's just... Is, but okay is the next one going to be is the next one going to build on this or is this just a case of people are like okay we've got to see this just to see if it is something yeah, maybe. and then next time we will not but
0: kids would love it like my son really liked it
2: but he still likes the animated one yeah, more. yeah right? he does yeah huh. yeah.
0: but you know so it's a new generation of kids and that's the movie that you take your kids to you know what I mean or you just go see if you're at the cinema like I guess you know it's one of those situations Okay, <laughs> yeah, good isn't it? So it's a it's
2: a it's it's this it's the cinema of depressed resignation. I guess <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. This is, it's, this either this uh, it's either this or see either this or nothing. nothing <laughs> I, it's either this or interact with my children and learn what they're actually like. Oh, I don't want to <laughs> do that. Oh Gross. Yuck. Oh man. Yuck. I just want to be. I just want. I just want my kids to sit in relative silence for two <laughs> hours. Uh, can I
0: listen to a Joe Rogan podcast
2: while I watch this? <laughs> Absolutely, I can. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my God. Imagine if you were on DMT and doing MMA. <laughs> Imagine what that would be like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Elk meat. I should try some
0: alchemy. meat. Yeah. Is he all about elk meat? He loves alchemy. Yeah, oh. he's into it. Good on him.
2: Uh, I watched... Uh, have you ever seen Binging with Babish? It's that... the no. It's a YouTube channel about... Uh, I know what it is. Yeah, it's a guy and he makes kind of dishes from TV and movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's one where he, he he makes an every meat burrito. Cause it's in reg- every meat. It's called well. That's the thing. It's called and it's you got rabbit in there. Maybe, but it was he went. It's it was on reg- uh, regular show or Adventure Time or something mm. like that. But he goes to this place in in I think it's New York where they just sell weird meats, and he's getting like python meat. Ah, and just did it look good? No, mm, I mean I've eaten snake before. You did snake? Yeah, I've eaten snake. What's it like? Chicken. They all. They're all. They're, they're all like chicken. chicken. They, they all are, taste like yeah. chicken. That's, that's true. Every that's,
0: weird meat I've ever had tastes like chicken. If if,
2: yeah. if you bought a weird meat and it tasted like anything else, mm. there'd be a shelf for it. Like there'd be a python shelf. That's probably true in the yeah. supermarket. But it's cheaper to raise chickens than it is to raise pythons. That's I tr- assume. Look into it. They're Better. less po- The chickens are less poisonous than
0: a python. Yeah. I don't think pythons are poisonous. Oh. I think they just strangle you. Oh. With a rope. God. <laughs> 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 so
2: well then i'm not getting that out of my <laughs> out of my poultry cabinet at the bloody the reptile poultry cabinet at the supermarket it's it's going to strangle me <laughs> in my sleep Absolutely. with the rope with the rope now i get it
1: uh,
0: Uh, RoboCop returns, or does he,
2: or do he be? I'll head you off at the pass here. He doesn't because Blomkamp is still
0: making it. Yeah, he's got a tweet that says, "Off RoboCop, I am shooting a new horror thriller, and MGM can't wait. They need to shoot RoboCop now. Excited to watch it in theaters with other fans." Are you?
2: Yeah, I don't Are you Neil? I wonder about the like famous directors. Do mm. they or anybody at that level? Neil right, in- didn't see Ant Man, presumably. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's true. But do they even enjoy movies?
0: Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be hard to watch a movie that you were... I mean, mm. we don't know whether it kicked off. Maybe this is legitimate. That's true. But I'd imagine... Because I know they're talking about doing a super R-rated direct sequel to the original one. and yeah. And what, like, the Paul Verhoeven classic. Yeah.
2: So maybe they got cold feet on that vision. That's oh, That might be true. Mm. Yeah, they want to sell more lunchboxes. I know I do.
0: Wasn't it weird they had that Robocop line of toys when we were kids? Same with Terminator. Like, it's yeah, Terminator right. with... Action chest, and the chest opens up, and <laughs> yep. there's a, another head in there or something.
2: Sure. In, you know, no, yeah, there'd be a grappling hook. There'd always be a grappling hook. It'd be like Terminator wall climbing action, and you'd be like, Didn't the Terminator climb any walls?
0: He didn't climb zero walls. Mm. He maybe run through a wall. Yeah, exactly. You made him. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So. This Terminator's
2: covered in moss. He stinks. <laughs> and this is a kid on the ads going, Why? <laughs> yeah. Why is this? Why are you making me do this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we talked about this earlier, you were like, who, "Who's the new? Who could be? Yeah. Who could direct this one?" And then I just, I was just churning it over in my mind. I'm like, "Oh, the District Nine guy could do it." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh no, that is Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. Right.
0: They're, they're, they're two steps ahead of you." Yeah. Uh, but I also mentioned uh, Paul Verhoeven might
2: mm. be. He's, he's like 81 now, though. So, <laughs> okay. But you know, he did. Um, I mean, I'm sure they would. They would probably get. They could get him. Just to say they get, you know. Yeah, exactly. We're in that era where they'd be like, "We'll get him just to say we got him," and then everybody like else. How they got Frank? And exactly, Miller and the producers do everything City now. Too. Yeah. Yes, it's okay. exactly like how they got Frank Miller for Sin City <laughs> too. Yes.
0: You watched that yet? Still on your iPad? No, I'm still,
2: in, still on still my iPad. I think it's on Netflix as well or something, so I can watch it on any medium I choose. That's so exciting.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we took a quick break there to make sure this was recording. Yep, and it, it did. And it did.
2: Seamless. So now we have. We have an ad. Yep. And we have maybe 21, 24 minutes of a show in total. Ah, uh, twenty one to twenty four minutes of a show. We've got all the news, so that's done. So even if yeah. this doesn't record, yeah. I'm leaving. We don't have I'm all. I'm just kidding. The. We done. don't have all thinking. the news, Mason.
0: Oh, really? Because we've still got uh, Krypton has been. Oh, it has been cancelled. Yeah. Over at the Sci-Fi Network, they were also working on a Lobo spin-off. So that's series. also cancelled. That's also cancelled. It may move to another network, maybe a DC streaming platform, maybe a bin. We don't know yet. I like Krypton Season 1, which is the one that I watched, and it really surprised me. Apparently Pennyworth is quite good as well. The the new Is that out? Yeah.
2: What? There's yep. too many shows and they should cancel some, <laughs> starting with Krypton, <laughs> in my opinion. Well, Mason, they're two steps ahead of you. Oh, boy. Yeah, so you've never watched this? No, yeah, no. It's good. But I've, I've seen the occasional ad, and I'm yeah. like, ooh, intriguing. Mm. Leather Jacket Man.
0: Leather Jacket. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people being like, you're my grandpa from the future. Mm. Your son's going to be Superman. How's a
2: leather jacket close? With a zip?
0: Yeah, zip at the back. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Okay,
2: right. That, that always throws me whenever you're like, this, this man's from an alien race and they're light years ahead of, of us. How does his jacket do? Up? Oh, zip. It's got a zip on it. At the back. Oh, it's up Because also,
0: you, you know this about the planet Krypton. Uh, in a lot of ways, they are ahead, but they fall behind and say, your planet is exploding. That's so I true. think it'd be the same with leather jackets. Like they're not quite there. Yeah, like in many ways they're right. ahead of us, but in yeah, yeah, two yeah, ways, yeah. jackets and exploding yeah. planets, they are
2: behind. Get to the get to the escape pods. This is what isn't opening. This is zip <laughs> at the front. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Help! But jor he knows. He knows. He can have. He can open a zip from the front or the back or the side. And he
0: knows kung fu.
2: Yep. Remember Russell Crowe? No, I kung remember. Fu, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do right. you think
0: they in the Man of Steel universe, which it's dead? Sure. <laughs> Do you think they? imprint them with um, with Kung Fu when they're born or do you think Russell Crowe went anybody can be anybody I'm going to lend me some fucking Kung Fu just, just oh, FYI I, see. Yeah. I,
2: I I'd never thought about it and I never will think about it after this moment but I w- would get the impression that maybe he was in the military like there's a certain amount of military oh, okay, training sure, yeah. but again who are they fighting Besides, like, the
0: insurgents. Well, they, they colonised, didn't they? Oh, no, his generation didn't, did they? Yeah. Maybe they're... he did
2: learn Kung Fu in his own time.
0: Yeah. Because then they'd be like, Scott knows Kung Fu. We didn't know that. Sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we just used the traditional 1950s method of fighting, which is just you swing a punch, and then somebody blocks it, and then they punch you. Whoever gets in first, swing a punch, block, then they punch you. <laughs> Repeat 1,000 times. Yeah, that's That's right. how you win a war.
0: Yeah. If anybody ever bends down... Double fist punch on the on back. On the back, yes. Wham. You'd go for the kidneys, wouldn't you? Punch I don't know. Punch, double fist punch on the back. What is that?
2: We should test that out
0: sometime. On each other?
2: Yes. <laughs> on someone unsuspecting. On God. whoever borrowed the the, uh, the 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 Zoom and went to Perth. Claire. Yeah, your wife. <laughs>
0: God damn it, Claire.
2: Um, We should do that because we've, we've talked about, I think we were talking about earlier maybe off air or maybe in that recording that didn't work yeah, sure. you were talking about how you how much you hate scientists talking about superhero stuff yeah like they kind of like
0: what if if hammer weighs as much as a star if you technically put it down on earth it would go to the center of the planet but when you relate, shut up right? it doesn't matter uh-huh. none of it matters well, i need a, i need a, a the bare minimum explanation yes yeah but some
2: people don't that's the no thing. you're
0: right i i i think Obviously, there's value in that. Yes. I just don't I don't care.
2: But anyway, what I was going to say is... Because we were, at one point, we were with a friend, Hollywood Pete. Can we talk mm. about this? I guess. Yeah, our yeah. friend, friend, Hollywood Pete, was like, we sh- you should record... They were working on a pilot of, like, Mythbusters, but for superheroes. Yeah. Um, Which I think the Mythbusters guy is maybe even doing he now. probably is doing that now, or <laughs> has
0: done it. Who knows? He's very
2: productive. I that think time. he
0: made a real Iron Man suit or something recently. I saw, yeah.
2: by chance, I turned on the TV and I saw... The final ever episode of Mythbusters And all they did Was they just got all the previous myths Like in prop form And just crashed in them with a truck Oh yeah, makes sense Just the whole They were like Alright, here's all our major Here's all our major Yeah like, here's the rocket car, and here's all the black Like, up until, you know, for years and years. And they just put them all in a line, and he just drove through them in the truck.
0: And then they just never spoke again, because apparently those guys do not get along. Well,
2: he wasn't... I don't think he was... I don't think Jamie was in the last episode, mate. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think he was in the last No, nah,
0: he was in that row of <laughs> things oh my that God. they ran into. They him. put him in the truck of the rocket
2: car. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, we should... Instead of doing Mythbusters, but for superheroes, we should do Mythbusters, but for like awkward 1960s <laughs> fighting techniques in movies <laughs> So we'll try the back punch We'll see if it hurts okay, see so what happens yeah, yeah, okay It's
0: not a bad idea yeah. Do we want to get people who can actually fight to do it though? Because like we couldn't hurt somebody by doing that Oh, it's a really good point But maybe if point. you're good at it But no, have you ever seen that in any kind have of to fight get somebody, ever? We'd
2: have to get somebody like the size and weight of a William Shatner Yeah, right Fits William Shatner Fit oh, I was going to say Because we could probably
0: get William Shatner
2: Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> Probably And mm. then, yeah So, okay So back, at back punch Yep um, you know, you judo could be, chop to the neck.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good
2: one. Awkward flip. <laughs> the, awkward, awkward the, awkward, flip. the awkward shoulder throw. Awkward judo shoulder throw. <laughs> I reckon
0: we could get him if mm-hmm. we went to those conventions and we lined up for an hour and just we went and then we went as they're taking the photo. Like, okay, I want you to hit me in the back as hard as you can. He'd probably do it.
2: No, With the double fist. I think. I think maybe he would go for it, but I, don't know, I think maybe his mind would be like, "You cannot hit somebody." <laughs> until they sign this waiver and yeah. then you can hit him all you, you like it, yeah
0: but he's already hit us by that point it's true <laughs> yeah. uh, and the last bit of news is Disney have allegedly um, believe that this is what's been said it's been rumoured
2: have I practised this before
0: uh, that the New Mutants has a limited box office potential and they're very unimpressed with the movie in itself so what's going to happen to it yeah. nothing I guess
2: I guess would they even like I mean you know the 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 standard response is well they'll probably put it on streaming. They'll put yeah. it on they'll it'll be it'll be it'll be seen as it's a it's a bad movie release, but it'll be a it'll be a real draw card for Disney Plus when that finally gets going. Yes. But I don't know if it I don't know if they'd risk even that. I think Like it might be yeah. like, Hey, it's us it's Disney Plus. The first thing you can get is a real dud. Yeah. I think people would be like, oh, I won't we don't actually. Yeah, this. I'd rather yeah. see
0: something good and new. Because they're building you know, premium stuff. It would seem, or well, they're attempting so We haven't seen any of it yeah. yet. And also, if this is the first, this could be perceived as the first output of Uton stuff on under the Marvel new banner. Yeah, yeah. So is this the new? I mean, even though yeah. we, obviously this is not going to be folded into the MCU, people might be confused. It might be more damaging.
2: It might be folded into the glass unbreakable cinematic universe. Oh, who cares? <laughs> fold it into
0: that. That's fine. Fold it yeah. absolutely into that. Just be at the end, we go. We're, we're all James McAvoy's personalities, all right? Yeah, we're all
2: we all. Uh, in an asylum <laughs> so, but in many ways don't we all live in asylum maybe nah. the lunatics are running the bloody asylum politics you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, i know what you mean yeah uh i don't know maybe what they'll do is they'll release disney plus all the premium wandavision yeah bucky and the uh falcon and winter soldier etc and then like a year later they'll be like stealth drop it. yeah just stealth drop it in like yeah. you you'll get that notification that's like disney plus have added a thing you might like yeah. on your email and you go no nah. I reckon. I don't think
0: I will. I reckon they'll put it on four CDs and leave it in a library, and then people can then it will spread by <laughs> audio <laughs> only. Is what yeah. You're whatever. Saying? Maybe okay. some of it's audio, some right. of it's not. Okay. Yeah. It's wow. ju- it's just so like four by three. And
2: <laughs> it's in like a CD wallet. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, you know what? They they'll put it in a CD wallet and they'll stick it under the front seat of somebody's car. Oh yeah. That's and if a- they eventually they're on a long road trip and they dig it out, they're like, "Oh, what's this? What's this? Ah! <laughs> It's on video CD,
0: <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's where we're at with New Mutants. Will we ever see it? Potentially not. But I'm, I mean, I think they'll just very just if they if it's going to be anywhere, it's streaming. Yeah. Right? It might even go Hulu. They own Hulu.
1: Look, they know, might even give yeah. it to
2: Netflix. Look, I understand that if if you you know if you release something, there's got to be a marketing budget behind it, and they're like, oh, we'll never recoup the costs or whatever. Yeah. But it just seems odd that they would literally never release it. But it would. But, but how much stuff? But also Disney uh Disney have that, the Disney Vault. Yes. I don't know if they do it these days still. But they it's put more... their racist stuff in there. Yeah, right, right. But it used to be this idea of like every couple of years mm. they were like, hey, now you can get Aladdin on VHS yeah. and then it would be around for a while Yeah, and then it would just get recalled and you yes. just couldn't get it for mm. a number of years. So, I mean, if, if they're willing to do that, I guess they're also willing to be like, you'll never see this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they'll put it next to that Jerry Lewis film that, that never came out. Which one? It was some sort of uh, Nazi Holocaust clown movie. What? It's called the Day the the Laughter Died or something. Really? Yeah. He made it and it was his his. his like I don't think Magnum Disney have it, but it's it's it's. He would only ever play it at his house or something like that. For who? For people really hated. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, Absolutely. Good on you, Jerry. That's Lewis. old
0: Hollywood for you. Boy, is it. Mm. We should get him on the show. Jerry Lewis.
2: Yeah. Is he still alive? No. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. The day the laughter died. I'm going to look it up. We'll, okay. we'll, look, we'll come back to it, but we won't come back to I'll it. put an ad in here and then... Oh, then we'll go yeah. back to what people are really waiting for, which is me talking about a Jerry Lewis <laughs> film that you can't see.
0: Mason, in an ad time, I like to ask important questions like, if Captain America shaved in a movie, yes, I'm the listening. movie Avengers Endgame, what
2: quality, durable... Harry's race Races!
0: Are? Yes, that's right. That's correct, 100%. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's happened. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> Avengers Endgame, We've all mate. seen
2: Avengers Endgame. We've ever in the world seen Avengers Endgame. That's
0: true. Mm. A lot of people have sent this in. Captain America takes his beard off. How does he do what? it? Not Harry's with a, some kind of vibranium yeah. shield situation.
2: In a way, and mm. you, you may not have... I think the fact that Harry's has put a product placement into the biggest movie ever made, the most profitable movie ever made in the world, mm. they probably don't need to band with us anymore.
0: That's probably true. And yet here we are. <laughs>
2: what a world. I know, right?
0: They deliver high-quality razors and travel-friendly shave supplies because, Ooh. Mason, it is a period of summer in the northern parts of the hemisphere. Yes. That's, <laughs> right now, people, it's
2: very cold. We have right. so many layers on down here.
0: But a lot of people are going here and there, and their shave supplies... on. That's right. The shave supplies are at a great low price of just $2.00. Her blade Harry's were founded By two regular guys We know that They were tired of Getting ripped off Mason They were tired of Captain America And his beard They were sick of it Get rid of it They said But he said I need a quality razor And they said We've got you covered Got you covered so they, so they bought One of those uh, One of those Bladed factories Not bladed factories No a bladed factory A bladed yeah. f- a, 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 a factory in Germany That had been making Razor blades For 99 years They don't do Vibrating heads Or heated blades Or handles that look like A prop from a sci-fi movie None of these tactics are used because they're just really they're there to overcharge overcharge, you know, consumers for mm-hmm. things they definitely do not need. So so it's just two dollars a
2: blade, which is incredible. That is such a bargain. Also, if you don't like Harry's razors <laughs> that's it, What no, a good that's, joke. That is good. I, I didn't think that'd be funny, but that was very <laughs> funny they said that as if you wouldn't like them. <laughs> but you can let them know and they'll
0: give you a full refund. Also, this summer you can refresh your wallet and face with a Harry's Razor trial set. It comes with a weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trim a blade for a close shave and
2: a wallet oil <laughs> is that where you're going with that refresh your wallet I wish oh.
0: no I don't wish that because it's already a great bargain <laughs> I understand rich leathering <laughs> shave gel uh, that will get leave you smelling great at a travel blade cover which is super handy keeps the razor dry and easy on the go get your own wallet oil that's right <laughs> listeners of this this show can redeem their offer at harrys.com slash weekly planet make sure you go to harrys.com slash weekly planet to redeem your offer that lets them know that uh, we sent you to support the show, um, and we really appreciate that. Oh, it's also go. a product that we use incessantly mm. and bang on about incessantly <laughs> outside of promoted spots. You might hear a cast. rustling noise. Yeah. It sounds
2: a little but- bit like James is scratching himself. No, he's, uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's shaving incessantly right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Can't stop him.
0: It's so smooth, though, Mason. You can't stop me. But really, they're great, and it's a good, it's a good deal. You better believe it. On with the show?
2: Yes. The moment you've all been waiting for. Here the, we go. It's called The Day the Clown Cried, mm-hmm. an unreleased 1972 Swedish French drama film directed by and starring Jerry Lewis. Holy mm. hell. Is it with Disney? No. Oh. I I no. Mean, I mean Disney may own it. Yeah. They probably have a copy. Apparently apparently it's it's been never despite his statements in interviews he had arranged so the film will never be screened, there are reports he donated a copy of the film to the Library of Congress in twenty fifteen under the stipulation that it wouldn't be screened before June 2024. June twenty twenty. Okay, that's coming up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's right. You Excited? Yeah. I'd never heard of it, but no, it yes. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not excited. So, yeah. would you watch that though? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. 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 Because no. no. it's not good, is it? Surely not. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds funny. I mean, it's very- at the end. He is so filled with remorse that he remains with them, the the, the Jewish people in the whole in the in the death camp, okay. uh, taking a young girls' hands and walks with them into the chamber. What the fuck. It's a comedy, though. No, wait, it's not. It's a drama. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's not. No, yeah, yeah. Wow, sounds good, very good tasteful. Times, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe it's brilliant, but it's not.
0: Hey, uh, speaking of old Hollywood.
2: Yes. Once
0: upon a time in
2: Hollywood. Uh, uh, this is just me, like attempting to <laughs> get you to segue to Hollywood stuff. I'm like, oh, how about Hollywood? <laughs> how about old things from Hollywood? How yeah, about stunt work from Hollywood? Stunt we work, could do. Say- yes.
0: <laughs> you got anything to say about that? Nah. No. Uh, it made so far it's made 140, 4, 140 million worldwide which is great for an R-rated film obviously it's a Quentin Tarantino movie so people are like what's this hot new director up to in terms of Hollywood productions and now we know it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood <laughs> This is a I've great joke. i am This is a great joke I did in the previous recording. It is not. This is fresh. <laughs> this
2: is fresh and nonsensical. So, here's something I respect I said. you taking a swing <laughs> for the fences there with this new guy, uh, out of breath Hollywood reporter. Yeah, is that that's who he right. is. Yeah. Who's this hot new director? I like him, actually. Now that I've done it, I see the appeal of it.
0: Okay, good. Well, mm. it's yours. Thank you. Uh, Brab's Brabs Pit Mason. I said that before. Because of his this abs. Gabs, yeah. yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, watch them drive around Hollywood until you can't stand it anymore. So
2: that, <laughs> some people <laughs> tap out early. Some people will stick around for the whole ride. What did you and boy? Think, what a ride! What did you think the story was? Okay, here we go. It's Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's the late '60s. I'm just going to
0: close that door because it's hot and cold. It is somehow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah,
2: nice. Uh, so it's uh, it's bloody it's bloody Leo's Leo's Rick Dalton. He's a uh, He's a man, he's an actor who had, who was a big big star in the in the 50s on TV. He attempted to uh to transition
0: over to mainstream. Oh. Did I, it work? I closed the door and then the dog k- just kicked it open. Nice. It <laughs> be you dog. Yeah. So yeah, gone. Uh he's he's uh
2: he's he's Burt Reynolds and Steve McQueen all rolled into one if yes. neither of those men were successful. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh and I, I think I think did did Reynolds and McQueen had that trajectory, right? They started doing yeah, TV so stuff. Yeah, basically, they...
0: yeah. So that, that's kind of the parallel to this because the idea of Leonardo DiCaprio's character is that he's, he rose to fame the same time as Steve McQueen, which is yep. this is sort of mentioned in the movie and we see Steve McQueen, but he was stuck in this 1950s slick pompadour hairstyle kind of, yeah, right. kind of tough guy kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And they both had an opportunity to kind of break out and Steve McQueen moved with the time. So we see in this movie, and he's got a cool shaggy new do. He's
2: being played by Damian Lewis in yes. this, and uh, initially I'm like, he doesn't look anything like Steve McQueen, yeah. and then he turned his head slightly, and I'm like, oh my god, Steve McQueen's still alive.
0: <laughs> well, the wig does a lot of the heavy lifting,
2: the the wig, but also the the yeah. face at certain yeah. angles. He does a good job. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so but he's so now, uh, so now Dalton is sort of he's been relegated to like the heavy role, which is yes. like. I, I was th- when when I watch this, I think always think of like Wolverine because like you know Wolverine's the ultimate tough guy. Sure. So in a comic book, if you want your new character to be perceived as tough, oh, yeah, you just you I have Wolverine, Wolverine show up and he beats up Wolverine. Yeah, right. And so kind of Dalton is that role now. He's just he shows up on a TV show as the bad guy because yeah. he's re- people remember him as the old the old tough guy from his TV show. Yes. And then the new character just you know kills the heavy or beats him up, a or whatever. The old yeah, will. So, yeah. So so exactly. So now he's being relegated to this role, mm. but eventually. You know, he knows his star's going to dim because people will be like, that's that guy who keeps getting beaten up on TV. Like, he'll become that guy and then he'll lose, people will lose respect for him and kind of his career is on the. Where's the luster? Exactly.
0: And this isn't said explicitly in the movie, but they've confirmed this outside of it that he's based on a a TV actor of the time who who killed himself. Well, they're based on a lot of people, but this particular actor was, it's suspected now in hindsight, was bipolar. And you definitely say that in DiCaprio's character Because one minute he's like I'm riding high I'm living next to Sharon Tate And I'm loving life And Hollywood's the best And this is why you live in the hills Baby And the next minute he's like (laughs) Why do I do anything Exactly
2: I'm living in the hills What was I thinking (laughs) These hills are so steep I gotta
0: sell my house I smoke too much He does smoke too
2: much He smokes far too much I wonder about this (laughs) Do you think That like Brad Pitt is like, oh my god, I'm loving this. Well, Brad Pitt, is yeah, smoking he does, all day. I well, mean, this is so good. It's
0: interesting though, because Brad Pitt's character doesn't drink or smoke nearly as much as DiCaprio. Right. He seems to do it more as a kind of a leisure activity, and yet DiCaprio's character is like is heavily reliant on it. Right. Do you okay. Sure, that? sure. Okay. Because they, they when they like they both go to the bar, but he gets like a bloody mary or whatever, and yeah, he'll right. crack a beer when he gets home. But DiCaprio is all day chaining. That I think Brad Pitt doesn't have his first cigarette till he gets home, I believe. Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm keeping I'm keeping eyes on him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, how many, how many like, darts you you punch in a day, Brad Pitt? Brab's Pitt.
2: Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, you know. Mm. Brab's Pitt, Dad Bod DiCaprio. You that's know what right, I, mean? That's so, true, yeah. I mean? that's a lesson for all of us, I think. Anyway, Brad Brab's Pitt is in this as well. He's, yes. he's uh he's uh booth, he is mm. Formerly Dalton's stunt double, although he doesn't get much work these days. Now he's just yes. sort of like the general dog's body. He's like yeah. the 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 Gopher,
0: and he's kind of uh, he's he's maligned in Hollywood for a reason we will talk about in spoilers. Yes, ah, uh, so so he's kind of yeah, he's mostly
2: odd jobs and He's he's odd jobs, and, and he and he drives Dalton around because Dalton lost his driver's license, yeah. and you know he just he. he Fixes problems and stuff. And uh, uh, apparently, like this part of their re- this part of the, of the characters' relationship is based on Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham. Mm. Uh, Burt Reynolds, the actor, yes. and then Hal Needham, who was his stunt double and friend, who lived with or lived in his guest house for like a decade or more. And it's it's
0: fascinating to me this
2: because
0: I, I, the relationship I couldn't understand in this. Yes. Like I like the relationship, but I don't know why. Those two are friends. It doesn't make sense to me at all. I'm not saying it breaks the movie. I again, right. I like it, but I'm just yeah.
2: confused as to what is this dynamic exactly. And I'm saying that presumably, whatever whatever the story is between these characters is the st- same as the story behind the real life yes. actors, whatever that is. Yeah, like it does seem bizarre that he would live that they would they would be two friends who work together and then they live together for a decade. Yeah. in separate. Houses essentially again, like maybe it's because they were just great friends, or maybe it's because something in Needham's past meant meant he couldn't, yeah, get a house on his own. I don't know what a, you know. We don't know. We don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I thought it was okay. You I thought, thought the whole movie thought, was okay. I thought a lot of it was really good. In particular, yeah. the DiCaprio, like the I think if the the movie kind of takes a, a few turns, one yeah. in particular at the end, but I found. You didn't really need to do that kind of Tarantino-esque like, explosion of violence, I guess, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> without, right, uh-huh. without going too far into it. I think this movie works on its own outside of that, yeah. except for the meandering driving, which, which they really just show every second of taking every corner <laughs> multiple times and then you'll see some, someone back the car out and... And like you see, you see every bit and all of it, yeah. yeah. Which
2: I maintain mm. is the style of movies from the sixties, mm. where there was a lot of space, and they would do that, yeah. You know, because because why? Why set up? Why do a million camera setups of a car you know, yeah. from every conceivable angle and make it look dynamic when you just put up one camera and see the car reverse and then go down a driveway? But I mean, maybe mm. that's. I mean, I I assume that's deliberate on Tarantino's part. Absolutely, yeah. But again, this this for me, this movie is again, it's. I, I liked the the ride we went on. It's this slice of life of these characters. But again, uh, every criticism I've read of it since then, mm. and I've spoken to people about, uh, they're all very valid. Yeah. This movie is so meandering. The female characters have not a lot to do. Yeah. They're, they're kind of background. Although I think it does pass the Bechtel test. Okay, great. Because uh, uh, Sharon Tate asks a, uh, a cinema employee... If she can see a movie for free. Oh yeah, that's okay. So that counts. Yeah, that counts. And they're yeah. talking about a man, so there we go. unless you consider all movies to be men. I do. Oh then they does Do doesn't. you not? Uh no. Yeah. They're beautiful ladies. <laughs> they're beautiful ladies of the silver screen, that's what they all are. Uh but yeah, but and yeah, yeah, this this movie's meandering. But I guess that's the the point, yeah it's, so that's it's the a, it's, yeah, it's Tarantino's love letter to old Hollywood, and,
0: and I know a lot of his movies are meandering, like, uh, to, like on purpose. Yeah, I just think there's too much of it in this, in particular, the driving, because there's the moment where Brad Pitt goes home to feed his dog. Yes, and it's ten minutes of him getting the dog food and making his mac and cheese. He's not eating mac and cheese, that dude. I know what you're up to Brad Pitt. Don't <laughs> be, don't be tricking me that you're eating mac and cheese and having uh-huh.
2: a. Well, you never see him exercise. I don't think. Well, he's got.
0: You see the weights though. Uh, and there's okay. a moment where he's like park oh, is, he bloody, onto is he
2: bloody lifting is he bloody lifting the mac and cheese away is he he's <laughs> lifting it into his bloody gob I tell you what
0: <laughs> but there's a bench press out and he lives in a trailer yeah, right. just outside his house and you see he lives par- in a trailer yeah.
2: across from a drive-in movie well theater. that's true
0: mm. which, uh, which actually I saw an interview with Brad Pitt where he talked about when he was a kid they used to like, go down to the drive-in and just watch him there and, like just watch you know just walk down and it's magical. It's so That's magical. Old, old just old watching
2: old, watch watching the beautiful ladies of the silver screen. You I know think you mean,
0: mean the gentlemen of the silver screen, basically. <laughs> 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 because as we know, all movies are men. Okay, Wow. Yeah. wow. So, so that stuff I enjoy, but then it's like, do you want to see just an open road kind of stretch of Hollywood freeway and all these old cars that they got back and all yes. the signs that they didn't uh-huh. really put in digitally, they made real signs. Do you want to see that forever? Do you want to see 47 minutes of that in this movie? Well, Tarantino it.
2: certainly does, yeah. and he's allowed to do that. And, and some people... Some people do, I reckon. I but that's the thing. I can't I say I was
0: bored yeah. during those moments, but I just feel like, what are you adding to this?
2: Last time we didn't. Speaking of what are you adding to this? Last mm. time we didn't even talk about Pacino. Mm. Pacino's in this. Wah. Yeah, exactly. What's he adding to this? Yeah, well, that's, exactly. him, that's him
0: being a machine gun. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what other things could he be? That's it. This is him being a baby's rattle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, the potato is just. Just before I forget, um, Sally Menke, who edited all all Tarantino's films up to Glorious Bastards*, mm. and who then passed away just after that, I think has really been missing through these Tarantino films post her death. And they I get, think they've become longer and more kind of meandering. And I would see. I, I would mean, how tight have, is *Pulp Fiction*? No, I agree, I mean? and
2: I would one hundred percent agree with you up until *Hateful Eight, which I thought was just this bloated mess of a movie. Okay, sure, yeah, but I think. I think this is no more meandering than, say, Inglorious Basterds, where mm. you know we see we see him talking about the mil- you know, ser- ser- getting a serve of milk, or like the point where where Christoph Walt's character you know is served the apple strudel, and there's a long lingering shot of the cream being put on the yeah. side of the apple strudel. Or whatever. Okay,
0: I agree with you, but what if you saw that eight times? Because that's what this movie <laughs> right. is. You see the same, like he comes out of DiCaprio's house and takes that same corner uh-huh. at the bottom of the hill. And then off they go, and I guess it's later to set up the like the establishing shot of where the house is because of the yeah, Sharon right. Tate oh. situation. Mm. Which we'll, we'll the, get old into Shari- in the old Sharon it You know what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. I had a theory which I, I thought I really fleshed out very well in my last oh, podcast. that's a shame. I'm coming back to it. Oh, you're
2: gonna have to give us the dot points. Now. Okay, so
0: here we go. So I think Brad Pitt's character, without spoiling like the origin of
2: that character, wait, wait, I have a theory. Okay, that's Brad Pitt's character is a sociopath. <laughs> God damn it! Yes, he's, I've got so many yeah. notes on this. Here we go. Let me think of one. No, you go so, ahead. This is your theory. Yeah.
0: So basically, he's a sociopath, maybe even a psychopath, because he has the traits of. Somebody like that in terms yeah. of he's a lot of these people who um, it's more psychopaths. They can't hold down proper jobs. They kind of they do odd jobs here to there. They can't kind of they present very well initially. They overtrain their dogs. They overtrain their dogs. Yeah, that's right. Like they'll present well initially. They kind of they can have bursts of charisma and seemingly fine, but they yeah. can't like long term. Can't really hold down a job, kind of go from right, the, from uh-huh. this to that. to Trying to, I guess it's the lack of lack of interest, lack of empathy, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And his his character has traits of that. And the other thing is his dog. He trains to like it. It, it reflects him in so many ways because it's like this this muscular, coiled spring, ready to coiled go. spring ready to go. Like and he, and the same way that it seems like a nice and friendly dog up to a point where you let it loose and then it's insane. Oh, which is exactly what his character is like. And what I feel insane. like he's almost like. The pet of Leonardo DiCaprio, on the same way that the dog is his pet, and, that, right. and that's kind of how I see that uh-huh. that character in in this movie. Just this lunatic under the guise of a happy-go-lucky stuntman who's yeah, has Got good okay, abs, right?
2: Look, the last time you explained this theory, I'm like, that's hogwash, mm. utter hogwash. I still think it's hogwash. No, you know what? I th- <laughs> like, I think you're right, and maybe he is a sociopath. I don't know I, even if it's yeah. intentional, but that's I think, just how that, I how I think maybe the idea it. that he's you know. Leonardo DiCaprio is his master I think that's a little weird but I I just think they're good friends yeah Yeah. I guess they are it's it's good to have good friends it is good to have good friends
0: it's interesting that a lot of the flashbacks of this to the other work that DiCaprio did we get a because he he dreams that he could have been in The Great Escape and they Put him into that movie It's pretty seamless You don't it really is, yeah. see effects Like that in Tarantino movies Fully obviously no, CGI yeah. Forrest Gump-esque Insert yourself well, In the story. Well look I
2: think Yeah I think maybe That this And maybe we'll talk about it In spoilers That this this is a movie Where he's Gone well This is my ninth movie And I've said I'm only Going to do ten mm. So maybe I'll just I'll I'll teach an old dog Myself some new tricks mm. And and maybe subvert People's expectations Of what you get From a Tarantino movie Yeah I mean it, it does feel Pretty Tarantino-y yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I think there's some, you know...
0: So I just I just look down and oh, I yeah. feel like I broke your concentration then because I looked down at the recorder and then you looked down at the recorder. Like, what's happening <laughs> on the recorder? <laughs> it seems fine, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they insert DiCaprio into FBI and yes, some other old Westerns Reynolds, yeah. and uh-huh. some spaghetti West, some crap spaghetti Westerns uh-huh. from that era which he didn't really want to make. Uh-huh. But yet with the Sharon Tate stuff... It's Margot Robbie like going to the theater to watch a Sharon herself in a movie, but it's the real Sharon Tate. They don't put her into that. Yeah, and it's a homage. I I would more imagine than, so. Yeah, more than exactly. Anything. Yeah, and also it'd be expensive to put her in in everything, like you know all those shots that they show in that movie. Also, they're mostly focused on her feet, aren't they?
2: <laughs> exactly true. There's so many feet shots in this movie.
0: Less than I thought because I heard there were many. Right, so I was but expect- I feel like more I was than expecting one is feet many. Apalooza, mate, sure, right? Uh-huh. Or is it
2: Foota Palooza? Yes, it's either one of those. Right. <laughs> okay,
0: great. Yeah, the Sharon Tate stuff is—we'll have to talk about more in spoilers, but uh-huh. it doesn't seem to mesh with. I'm not sure what. What are we yeah, doing in all of yeah. this whole thing? And I the-
2: and I, I look in. You know, I do recall that there's a comic we write called Garth Ennis mm. uh, who. He's written many things. He wrote uh, preacher and and the boys, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. And when he started writing comic books, he just started writing like relationship dramas, people in Ireland or whatever. Yeah. And then he got into DC stuff, like DC Comics, superhero comics, and it's just him talking about how much he hates superheroes. And then the boys is that ultimate like, oh my god, we're. So rude, rude, rude stuff. And we so had many super, rude boys. Um, so many rude boys and all these superheroes and everybody's getting murdered and mm. horrible things happening to you. And, and I always wonder if like, regardless of how shocking or whatever any of that stuff is, I think his dialogue is always great and his relationships yes. between characters are always great. And I wonder if it's just like, he he always just wanted to write, write relationships and he had to do it through the vehicle of superhero comic books yeah, right. and he should just go and do... Because
0: otherwise he'd be making small independent comics for Well nothing, Exactly, yeah, yeah
2: for, for, for nothing. But yeah. And I feel like maybe it's the same with Tarantino. Like maybe he just wants to write relationship stuff and he needs to build a bizarre world around it to get people's attention or something like but that. I but I think
0: he also enjoyed, like he enjoys the... I think the craft and yeah. the explosions of violence and the yeah, and yeah. the unconventional kind of structures and, and and things like that.
2: Yeah, and I also feel like and and apparently the script for this originally was going to be quite different. Like mm. the Sharon Tate murders were going to be front and center, and I think maybe Brad Pitt was on board as a detective investigating this this murder. Yeah, and, and then maybe it just evolved. Yeah, to the point where he's like, "Well, I'm not that interested in the the Sharon Tate stuff, really." Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah, you may very well be right.
0: Uh, we'll talk about Bruce Lee more in spoilers, okay. I guess. Okay. Bruce Lee is sure. in this.
2: And I just want to quickly say that... I mean, he's not in this. No. A man
0: dressed as Bruce Lee <laughs> yes. is in this. A man with a wig yes. is doing some Bruce Lee stuff. That's correct, yes. Uh, he's good, though. Like he, He's he oh, found the voice in particular. But I, I thought the Playboy Mansion was pretty... Like,
2: it's very tame. Like, there's, again, there's, there's, you'd expect... Again, this is the, the summer of love. It's you know, Manson murders, mm. all that sort of stuff. I was expecting this to be a lot more lurid and kind of shocking than it really was. Yeah. For the most part, this movie is very is mundane the right word? Yes.
0: Yeah. And I don't also think to its detriment either. No. Yeah.
2: And again, you're either I I think I think you're either gonna enjoy this or you're not. Well I thought it was fine. Okay, so. good. <laughs> or be in the middle and think but, it was yeah. fine like James did. But you
0: know, I I think it's one of those things I will come back to in a couple of years. And, again, I just need to stop saying this because I already said this, but nobody else has heard <laughs> this except for you. I enjoyed – there's a movie, Hail Caesar from a few years back from the Coen Brothers, yeah. which focuses on this era of filmmaking and this old Hollywood system, and I I enjoyed that, I think, more than I enjoyed this, right. probably because of the tap
2: dancing. But, um, <laughs> but I just, And the presence of Channing Tatum. Of
0: course, has Mason. Has Channing
2: Tatum done any Tarantino, anything? Yes. What did he do? Hopeful 8. It was in Hateful Eight. There we yeah. go. Okay, cool. It's a bit of a
0: spoiler, but it's been out for –
2: Fifteen years. It's been out for fifteen years, and oh, it seems like fifteen years. Uh, you're not
0: wrong, Mason. <laughs> fifteen bloody years in the cinema watching that bloody uh, long no, ass sorry. film. Uh, they're break, making it into a Netflix series though with extra footage. Oh yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. Oh, wait, when you say that, oh.
2: do you mean they get they got the existing movie? Yes. Okay, so they're not they're not making a no. new Hateful Eight series. No, no. They're getting the existing movie Hateful yeah. Eight. Apparently, it changes out. the whole kind of narrative. How much footage like, did he film? Like maybe six hours or something like that. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> we saw five and a half of those in the <laughs> cinema. <So it> was, <laughs> we should have. Got him. Uh,
2: got him. Yeah. Got him. He's a good filmmaker, but got him. Got him. The rest of it's just foot shots. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real soul a palooza. Oh,
0: very good. Ball a palooza? Toe a palooza.
2: Ball a palooza toe? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, spoilers. So, this movie plays like Inglorious Bastards in the sense that it's a revisionist
2: history. Oh, best movie ever, right, okay, in my opinion. There we go. What about you?
0: I said that Did Mason. Okay, right. I said fine and best movie okay, ever. Right. But maybe okay. I said it earlier. I think I don't you know. said it last time. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's a revisionist history of the uh, the Sharon Tate murders, where we follow Sharon Tate through this entire film, and you, there's this ominous sense of like she's going to get murdered, she's about to get murdered, and then it's Brad Pitt kills all the hippies. <laughs> sure. Yeah. With Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah. assistance.
2: Maybe they should have called it that. <laughs> Once Give upon a time in Hollywood. Maybe that's on the DVD cover. Once upon a time, Doctor. <laughs> in Hollywood. Brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt kills <laughs> all the hippies with help from Leonardo DiCaprio,
0: who has a flamethrower. I mean, the, the flamethrower gag's incredible. Yes. Obviously, this feel—I feel like this whole movie is just a setup for that one. You know, that reveal that he's still got the flamethrower that he had in yeah. his whole movie. Is
2: it meant to be like? Is I meant find to it be hard ca-
0: to believe it would still work. Mason? Me too.
2: <laughs> I would have thought something, something fuel lines g- blocked up. Mm. I don't know. Is it meant to be like catharsis for like? Because that I feel like that's what. Inglorious Bastards was. I felt that like, definitely, yeah. Oh my god, doesn't it feel good to have hit yeah. a machine gun in a theater? Yeah, but uh-huh. I, I didn't. I didn't
0: feel catharsis during this. I felt sad that at the end, after they've killed the hippies, and we'll come back to that, mm. DiCaprio gets to walk up to Sharon Tate's house, and he's back in he's back in the the big leagues yeah. of Hollywood. But all I'm thinking is, she was really murdered. She was like nine months yeah. pregnant. She was stabbed to death. The baby died. They killed like other people in that house. Yeah, like it was a horrible. Advance.
2: Yeah, I I initially thought, well, what's going to happen is here is either Pitt and DiCaprio are going to scare these people off, and then they're going to go to Sharon Tate's house, yeah. or they're going to kill Brad Pitt and Sharon. Uh, they're going to kill Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio's characters, and then move on yeah. to the Sharon Tate's house. But then obviously that didn't happen. I I felt shades of. Uh, you know when Mark Wahlberg, well, Mark Warburg said he could could stop 9/11 if he was there. Imagine if he was there. Oh my God! But <laughs> I feel like it's this like what we need is a couple of big burly American heroes to go and yeah. and kill those hippies and then mm. then this tragedy would not have
0: occurred. I guess the difference also between this and Inglorious Bastards in terms of revenge fantasy is Hitler really did die. And the Germans did lose World War II. And that's what they want you to think. That's what they want us to think. But in this so it was at the tail end of World War II regardless. Oh I see they're
2: saying the 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 uh, the the result is the same. The result is big win effectively for the, effectively Allies. the same. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. But in this the result is is hugely different. The, the, apparently after the Tate murders and because of Vietnam and such, like that gold, this golden era of, era of Hollywood disappeared. And I do wonder if it was the idea that this golden era would have continued on just that little bit longer if Sharon Tate hadn't have been murdered.
2: What if Mm. Tarantino's 10th movie is that what's that like? What, the, it's a sequel to this I don't I think it's going to be something different right. again
0: it could even be Star Trek for some reason <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's true you remember but like what
2: if what if the next movie he does is imagine Hollywood if the golden age of Hollywood had never ended mm. kind of thing but
0: the other thing is this is probably set in the Pulp Fiction universe and things must yeah. get bad eventually at some point you know what I mean yeah right I see so sure this is all one loose cinematic universe we've talked yeah, about it mm-hmm. in prior episodes but yeah I, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know, Mason. We
2: just, we just don't know.
0: Yeah. And also, I think... So, the violence against the hippies, they, they were terrible, terrible people. Yes. Um, some of them are still alive. Um, they may even oh, all still be alive. in real still alive. alive. Yeah, in, yeah, maybe, okay. In, in, Charles Manson died a couple of years ago. That's what they um, want you to think. He did. He's dead, for real, which is okay. good, because he's a son of a he's, a... he's a big prick. I was watching oh, Mindhunter this week. He shows up in that, and I was watching some Manson interviews, and he's just intolerable, like, pseudo-intellectual...
2: Did the, it Crap. was that was that YouTube algorithm that did that? You're watching stuff with your kid and then it was like up next. Shells matter. matter.
0: But it's just all like, who's in who's really in the prison? Me or you? It's you. Uh, yeah, the guy who's carved the that's yeah. similar to he said. It's the it's guy who can't <laughs> go out for
2: lunch. Because I can go out for lunch if I want to. Yeah, but who's really in the prison? Oh, that's a really
0: good point. <laughs>
2: I mean, him, still. But I only have a limited number of lunch choices near where <laughs> I live, so... That's a good point. Who's really yeah. in the prison when you think who's about really it.
0: Who's really in the prison. So the idea of Brad Pitt's character in this is that he
2: probably murdered his wife.
0: Yeah. He doesn't well, he seem d- to deny it. Right. Uh, but, it may- but maybe he doesn't feel the need to explain himself to people. I yeah.
2: guess Tarantino doesn't need to explain. Like... Again, not every movie yeah. has. To, oh no, I'm not saying I yeah. need an answer. No, I know, but yeah. also like I, I feel also we're programmed to demand an answer now from everything. Like everything needs to be wrapped up in a neat little bow, yeah. And there needs to be a series of clues dotted about in the movie, and series of Easter eggs where we can determine for sure. And I'm sure Tarantino will be asked in future in every subsequent yeah. interview, did, did uh, Booth kill his wife? And yes, yes. Do you think he did? From I mean, the flashbacks, we yeah. I mean, where is she now? Yeah. Bottom of the ocean, sure I was going to say heaven, but all right. <laughs> With those beautiful ladies at the silver screen.
0: <laughs> and Jerry Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, But also, like, I felt like at the end, and not every movie needs a lesson. But also, mm. side note, that it's also the era where, like nowadays, if you're like, is that person divorced or did he kill his wife? You can just look the wife up on Facebook. Yeah, that's you, can't do that now. you can't do that now Do you think do somebody who probably
0: killed their wife now Yes Or was heavily suspected would still be working in Hollywood Like at this point in time Yeah yeah. I mean less so Are now Are you talking about
2: somebody specifically?
0: No, no, I mean it's probably happened But you know, yeah. it's, it's this You know, it's After the Weinstein stuff and, and all of that I think there's less likely that Brad Pitt would be People would just let him wander around The sets. actor Brad Pitt No, not Having him, murdered obviously. his wife <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Aniston That's right, yes Wow well. Uh, so yeah, I but the, I know I know not all movies kind of need a point and a lesson, but I yeah. guess from the end of this, that from the conclusion that I got, Brad Pitt, a man who probably murdered his wife, gets redemption by murdering some other people. Yep, who the only reason that we kind of feel cathartic that he would murder them is because we know that they were going to murder more people in our universe. Yeah, yes. the people in this movie don't necessarily know that. DiCaprio tortures one with a flamethrower who just happens to fall into his pool with a gun. Yes. And he t- hits her with a flamethrower. I mean,
2: if... I mean, they were going to murder him. Yeah, I know, but
0: he didn't know that necessarily. But Brad
2: Pitt knew that. Brad
0: Pitt knew that, yes. But he didn't see Brad Pitt fighting them in there. He didn't see Brad Pitt smashing one of their heads into a
2: That's true. A glass but I also feel like Rick Dalton is the kind of guy who's like, if you come into my house for any <laughs> reason, even if you've come into my house by accident, now you're leaving my house. Yeah. I'm going to kill you.
0: With this flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is probably true. But I guess the point is... Brad Pitt got to do some murders. And Leonardo DiCaprio gets to work with Roman Polanski, who's a pedophile and a rapist,
2: and then fled the country and has been living comfortably in France for decades. I feel like maybe this... The more that I think about it, the more I feel like that his 10th movie is going to be this weird continuation of the golden age of hollywood maybe rick dalton's got, maybe rick dalton and booth are going to team up and murder roman polanski
0: he doesn't generally seem to go back to characters like you'll recast but that's what i'm saying but like, then again he, he will do like two westerns in a row yes, two cri- crime that's what i'm in talking row, about so, and maybe yeah. you
2: know I, and i feel a, so, at least some of this movie is like him subverting expectations i mean mm. like okay well you expect there to be a mer- you know a, a grizzly thing happening every 10 grizzly
0: minutes. adams did have a beard so go on thank you it's a joke from earlier in What's an a earlier movie, movie. It's from Oh yeah, Okay, <laughs> great
2: <laughs> Okay, terrific uh, but, And maybe he's just like Well, I'm not gonna I'm gonna have a You know th- There's gonna be some rationing of tension Yeah and, But it's just gonna be Some bros being bros BBB Exactly BBB Yeah, exactly. yeah you might and be right then, And then just a little burst of some, A little something special For the fans at the end
0: I just don't think We'd necessarily I'm not I don't mind violence in movies It doesn't really bother me at all. I mean this oh, was I was some, love this violence fairly, in movies This is. I mean this was some Really gruesome Horrendous oh, yeah, stuff yeah, for sure But I just don't think That wasn't the most interesting part for me The interesting part was This man DiCaprio Struggling to kind of adjust To this new era of Hollywood And just the new era
2: of the world
0: It's a metaphor for for not being able to get a boner. Is
2: it? No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say it's a metaphor for Quentin Tarantino. Maybe we're both right. But I think...
0: Well, he's never kind of gone out of favour, has All he? Or gotten a boner. Is that true? I don't know. Mm. One that's not foot-related, I assume. Yeah, that's probably true. Got him. But good on him. You can like what you want. And he's not hurting anyone with that, is he? That's true. Mm. boner took- doesn't work.
2: No, I get
0: not Let's talk about Bruce Lee, then. Okay. Uh, so there's some controversy surrounding that because... Uh, Bruce Bruce Lee's daughters come out and said it wasn't a very respectful interpretation of her father I see that sure. he would never have said that he could have beat up Muhammad Ali or whatever other people are saying well he actually you know he was he was a nice guy but there was an arrogance to him and he maybe mm-hmm. did say that in passing at, at some point or another could he actually beat up Muhammad Ali I have no idea uh, but Quentin Tarantino the way he addresses it is that because Cliff Booth is a fictional character yes that's like saying well could Batman beat up Bruce Lee yeah right you know could Batman beat up the Hulk or whatever it doesn't it's not real, so it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a real scenario. Sure, right, uh huh. So good, Cliff Booth beat up Bruce Lee. He's a Hollywood yes, archetype. It's, yeah, it's, it's sure. fictional uh-huh. in this universe. Yes, yeah, right. But I can also see how if that was say someone I was close to or my dad, and then somebody made a <laughs> fictionalized goofball. Wait, Bruce Lee's of your dad. Bruce in this Lee's scenario. my dad in this scenario. Okay, right. And someone made a fictional kind of goofball representation of him. Yep. And then got he got beat up on screen. That yeah. would be kind of like.
2: So it's a fictional goofball representation of a man beating up your your real life goofball dad. Yes, that's right. You know, yeah. Right.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm
2: saying? No, I see what saying you're saying that, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now I see I see, I, see, I see both sides of the coin. I'm a very wow. I'm a very measured man. That's good to hear. Um yeah, and I also get the sense that initially I thought we, we were talking about this earlier. I initially got the th- sense that that was a dream sequence, mm. but I think you might be right. It might also be a flashback. That that's what Or his him. interpretation of Yeah, and, and yeah. I think it might be. Yeah, we came to that conclusion, didn't we, exactly. Mostly. It's his recollection of what happened and maybe in that in that recollection, Wesley's yeah. way more arrogant than.
0: Yes. Yeah. Also, stunt coordinator shout out. What was her name again? Zoe Bell. Yeah, stunt woman for Uma Thurman and Kill Bill, and uh, she's on that car and that. She's on the death car roof. in Death Proof. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, right.
2: that's true. It's interesting. She didn't get any stunt stuff. Stunts in this, unless she didn't you say she was stunt coordinator? She's a stunt coordinator. Movie, she's yeah. the stunt coordinator, and she is she plays the stunt coordinator in the movie. Yes. Oh my god, it's so meta. But maybe she's also. I didn't even realize. Though, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Rata <rat-a-ta-ta. sighs> Baby's rattle. <laughs> okay. No that that was um that was Salt Shaker. Ah. but he's been shrunk to a tiny size, <laughs> so it seems enormous to him. <laughs> oh no, it's the salt shaker. <laughs> Look, going. we've lost the Seinfeld impression, but I think we've I gained a, a very one. good Pacino <laughs> impression, so I think it's okay. Uh but sorry, yeah,
0: so she's interesting that she's a stunt coordinator.
2: But uh, she does no stunts and, in this, yeah. I assume. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I like their acting I, in I imagine you only have a limited amount of time to be a stunt performer in yeah. Hollywood before you're like oh my bones and organs I can't do this I anymore know, a, lot of, a
0: lot of these guys do it for a while yeah like there's some older guys like 60 right. plus or whatever yeah because you you know you want if you're getting like an, like an Arnold type you want someone who kind of matches him not completely age wise but you know they have their yeah. stunt guys for decades you know yeah, that's these true guys, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's the world we live in of Hollywood more like Holly Weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god on the way over here <laughs> <now>. <laughs>
0: Nice. You didn't hear it, Mason,
2: but I... You put in some laugh track, I, yeah. I know. Yeah. No, and that was real laughter. Oh, from the studio audience. <laughs> That's right. Finally, we got a reaction out of our studio audience. They've been hit 298 episodes. 99. And Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing they still have the power to laugh. I know. After, you know, just hearing all our jokes again. Again
0: and again. I've, oh, there's one more thing. I've, I'm, I'm sure I've missed stuff that I've said last time that I feel like I've, I wish I'd have said this time. But I feel like the revenge that Brad Pitt got on these hippies yes. wasn't... It was less impactful from the fact that he didn't. There weren't the ones that he strictly interacted with. Yeah, right. Like the Lena Dunham character, the one who hitchhiked. He met Tex. Yeah. With like the Dakota Fanning character, mm-hmm. uh, like you know the one that he had the confrontation with. I like that whole scene in the, in the fake western town. Yeah. Because it, it felt was, like a spaghetti. Yeah, western. it was very, it was very spaghetti western. So mm-hmm. yeah, this movie is not without things that I went. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> is that <Al> Pacino? <laughs> it is. Sorry, everyone. I just. <laughs> I, I mean, like to talk out loud, but I.
2: I mean, it's quite <laughs> obvious in retrospect. It looks exactly like him, and he talks like him. He said that rat-a-tat thing that he does. Why am I still talking? guys <laughs> just trying to enjoy this movie. Hang on, I just need to make a phone call. Very much. Just... <laughs>
0: uh,
2: it's not even a Claire, about... can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty good for a lot of it. Um,
2: I think it is. A lot is. of people have
0: said Tarantino rankings. Where would you put this oh, in these
2: uh, In the medal? Uh. Good question. I think towards the top honestly. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's, it's I think it's more towards top than bottom. Definitely. It's not it's no pulp fiction certainly. No. But it is way better than for example The Hateful Eight and that car one. That car yeah, one. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's probably more middle for me. But I, I don't I don't dislike any of these films really. Yeah. I think. Yeah. There's not there's none of them that I'm like that is absolute dog
2: shit like yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Do we know what his like you, you do, have you, did you watch Some interviews with him Yeah did, of, Do you know what What was his impetus For making this even was I, he like uh, Well
0: he, he One of the things he said When he was a kid He grew up in Hollywood And used to drive around Cars with his stepdad And yeah. there was constantly just he used to drive around cars Yeah drive around cars car. In another car wow. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> He'd pick a pick a victim On the street You know <laughs> A little slow And he'd be like Row. No I understand He'd drive around yeah. With a car in, in a car with his dad And he was right. like
0: We never changed The radio station He's like Even when the ads came on We wouldn't even turn it down We'd just yell over The top of the ads <laughs> Or whatever That was Hollywood That
2: was movie magic Oh my god Was that just Pacino On the radio <laughs> no, I understand that yeah, yeah like, And there's these What I kind of like the, the, Those established You know there's that scene There's kind of a montage Where uh, it's late at night And all the famous Hollywood mm. Boulevard landmarks Light up And you're Musso And Frank Steiner And, and yeah. blah 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 And it's all very magical It felt very Ocean's Eleven It did the good one, not the bad one. I was going to say, which one, Mason? I mean, the good one, but shades of
0: the bad one. Well, that is true. Yeah. Era-wise. That's right. What yeah. a movie Ocean's Eleven was. I agree. The, era, the original one. Oh.
2: In terms of being We're going to do that. There's, there's, there's three of those weird Rat Pack movies we've done, two of them. We've got to do the third one.
0: Yeah, we'll do it. Hopefully we lose that one in the
2: recording. <laughs> oh, my God. We can only hope. <laughs> All right, Mason. Do you know what it's time for? Is it time for our famous segment, What We Read and What We're Going to Read?, do you want to pause and check the recording? I do, but do first, think got first it?
0: I'm going to put in the um, the theme song because I can do it via my computer. Oh, I understand that, sure. So just give me a sec. All right. <laughs> I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? I can sing it as I hear it. I get it. I harmonize with myself. Maybe That's I could do way. layers of that every week.
2: Oh, an additional <laughs> layer every yeah. week. I mean, you could do that also, or we could not use this, every this device ever again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mason, knowing what you've read already,
2: oh yes, let's skip this because I think
0: (laughs) it's so boring. You got a boring one this week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, mate. No, what do you got? Nah, well, listen. On the way over here, Mm. uh, uh, I've been listening to it recently. Yes, Uh, part. I'm going to start again. No, this is excellent. Okay, then, (laughs) Uh, our friends over at Batch Pitch. Uh, I've been listening to that as part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. This sounds like an ad, but it's not an ad. I was like, it's an
0: endorsement.
2: It's an endorsement because, It's a lifestyle uh, brand uh, Our friends Naomi Higgins And Daniel Walker Yes uh, Host that They're super, super funny You might know Naomi Higgins From the Gamey Gamey Game Show on YouTube I do know that and you might know Daniel Walker From just being funny In general That's true uh, Their podcast Where they talk about All things of The Bachelor And reality TV uh, It's not really about The Bachelor or reality TV They're just being funny Yeah, well no podcast Is really about the thing It's supposed to be about <laughs> Thank God
0: In the tradition of great podcasts, Exactly
2: You have to sort of If you really want a podcast About the Bachelor in reality TV, you have to sort of... You have to go around the block a little bit. You'll find it eventually. Media, yeah. But no, but um, it's, you know, because The Bachelor's not always on, but it is back. Yes. It's back, and that reminded me. It's not a show the that Bachelor. I watch... The Bachelor. It's not a show that I watch or care about, but yeah. that's not the point. You can... you can. I would I would absolutely recommend listening to this podcast even if you have zero yeah. interest in The Bachelor because they're bloody, they're bloody breaking down reality TV. They're cancelling people left and right. It's so good. You
0: were talking about the hilarious way that... Um, that- they break people down
2: over a period of months in these shows well i was under the impression mm. that and i only learned recently i thought the, the how like a show the bachelor worked was people just all the contestants and whatever just lived their normal lives and then they were like okay we're going to record an episode and then everybody went to the mansion or mm. the house or whatever it is and then they just you know the bachelor picked somebody out and they went on a date and everybody else went home osher gunsberg osher gunsberg exactly but but the american whoever's on the american one Carson Daly, that can't be right. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest, probably His Ryan. Se- it's probably Ryan Seacrest's brother, <laughs> Brian Seacrest. But what I what I didn't know is that that's not how it works. But basically, all the women in the case of The Bachelor have to go on leave from their job or quit their job or just not have a job and they all move them into the house for a period of months yeah
0: no social media yep. nothing to read nothing to do no, no exercise no television I think they, I think they have a gym because they have to keep oh, in I'm, shape I'm, yeah. I,
2: apparently in some of these kinds of shows they just have to run up and down stairs all day oh that's cause insane because there's, no, there's nothing there but yeah and they just drink all day yep. and like form unhos- unhealthy social bonds because that's what you'd have to do yeah
0: I, and then and, then, and then, some of them don't get dates for like two months well, exactly and all they uh. do is they
2: just Wait in this house for the batch. This this golden man to show up and be like, I choose you, and, and put like, him in a helicopter. Oh my and god! And then yeah, and exactly, and it's just kind of like I love Brett Silverstein, and it's such a. It's I didn't know that it was such this such a. I'm gonna a,
0: Google c- Brett Silverstein in cases like a murder or something. Okay, right.
2: <laughs> okay, and then you really love him, but then it's like this cult environment. I had no idea. Like, and I'm I'm curious as to whether. the they're built from the ground up like a cult. They're like, okay. <laughs> Brett well, <how> Silverstein,
0: do- <laughs> rate my professor is the second result. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> rate. Right. I said rate. Right. Oh, okay, well that's, okay, okay yeah. well, that's all right then. But, or, or, like, I wonder if it's like, you know, they, they, they build these shows based on a cult. They're like, well, how do we get the everybody on those shows to go crazy? Yeah. We'll make them like cults. Or do they just build this stuff up? And then they went, oh, this is like a cult. Like, we, it's... Oh, okay. Yeah, Did they yeah, create it you, yeah. independently, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Interesting. Anyway, Batch Bitch is a really good Batch podcast. Bitch, yeah. It's super funny. I was just listening to it on the way here and I'm bloody loving it. So get into that, I reckon.
0: Okay, what I'm um, going to recommend this week is Brett Silverstein, uh, professor over at, at the psychology department of the City College of New York.
2: How's he being rated over there? Uh, he's
0: got a 4.3, which is not bad, but a lot of really positive reviews. Apparently the difficulty level of his classes is around a 3, but the overall quality is... is on a four there's a few kind of lower marks here but people want to jump over to rate my professor
2: it sounds th- like to me mm. that his the, the difficulty is low and that's why the rating is high you know what i mean yeah i get what you're saying yeah, yeah. that's very possible
0: mm. i mean not all, it's not all glowing reviews but i think i think the, considering the amount of people who you know who, who would have taught 4.3 is not actually bad at all hey, a quick
2: side note mm. what are you actually recommending this week you <laughs> son of a bitch? <laughs>
0: You don't like my second take at this Brett Silverstein gag. No, I
2: like it. It's so
0: good. This is not the. F- this is the first time I've done this. <laughs> is Wi-Fi. it?
2: Who knows what's real anymore? Uh, I. You're like, do you think this Brett Silverstein gag will play <laughs> the second time? I'm like, absolutely, it will play.
0: Uh, so I'm reading Star Wars Target. And then Vader. I'll say,
2: what, then I'll say, um, what 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 are you really reading? <laughs> you fine gentleman, and you're like call me a bitch. That's what he said earlier. Star Wars Target Vader. Oh, it, that's right. It feels like an old school Star Wars
0: legend comic, where especially like character designs, because it's like, what if this man had half a robot face? Lots so of <laughs> series like bounty hunters who are, are tasked with killing Darth Vader, but of course, being the Star Wars universe and knowing that Darth Vader dies a different way. Uh, they probably won't succeed but it's kind of a fun like get a team together stop a darth vader comic I and mean, there's a lot of get a team together stuff stop a darth vader comics it really is and this is one of them when you
2: <laughs> said this when you started re- when you recommended this last time i'm like is he thinking about vader down
0: oh yeah vader down's good but if you read the actual darth vader comic the Charles soran oh that's one?
2: all that's all just him just, people trying
0: to take him no down. no it's it's but like it focused exclusively on him like it's oh, from yeah. his perspective you should read that one okay, i well, know you hate star wars I do. and me and Brett Silverstein because of his great teaching techniques I think he
2: goes too easy on people they're not going to learn that way are they I would just think it was hilarious if Brett Silverstein got like a thousand ratings (laughs) don't do it if you're going (laughs) to rate him good no see I don't I feel I feel like you shouldn't rate him because if you rate him high and he actually is a bad professor yeah good point but if he's good and you rate him negatively yeah it might affect his employment opportunities okay
0: you know what you gotta do go in and give him a 4.3 which is what he's currently on so it doesn't affect the ratings oh, is that how it works okay. <laughs> I don't know I don't know okay uh, anyway that's what I'm reading alright okay and are you ready
2: to what's, keep... what's the art like
0: it's It's old school kind of feels like Star Wars Legends he's like wacky oh yeah yeah right stuff, right which, okay you know the, kind of like the 90s kind of yeah your, your Shadows of the Empire yeah yes your other comics that they had in the 90s nice very good mm. Next thing, oh yeah, lettuce.
2: The classic one was lettuce, oh lettuce, we love you, some lettuce, they're only a day away. I know they're here right now, we're gonna do lettuce. All yeah, right. This time around, I was ready because I have a new phone this week. You do? I was ready with the correct position of the speakers.
0: Yes. And that, the volume is way up. That was quite the ordeal first time around. Good thing we did this entire thing again. I just quickly... Um, we got some reviews for, uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Kendra says, Just saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I give it, Best movie ever, great cast, and I love the 60s Hollywood aesthetic. Brad and Leo still got it. And Alex says... I just got out of one spot of time in Hollywood. I did not enjoy it. Pretty much every woman was giving nothing to do but dance or hitchhike and look pretty. This The plot followed out. This happened and then this happened with no consequences. Our worst Tarantino movie ever. So there you go. Two different opinions from two different people, presumably.
2: And both completely valid. Yes.
0: Mason. Yes. We are in the letters segment. Absolutely. Of the show, which means several things, mostly letters related. Oh, should I read a letter? Uh, did I send, say how to get letters?
2: Did I? weeklyplanapod at gmail.com Hashtag weeklyplanapod on Twitter. Venere, what do you got, Mason? Nice. What do you got? Uh, let's uh, First, I've got one from Tom Hartwell. Mm. says, hi, James and Nick. That's us. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm a long-time fan of the show. Thank you. And just checked out Ben's play. Thanks to your recommendation in the new West End Theatre segment of your podcast. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty good? Pretty good. I
0: would Excellent like reviews. Even above that of Brett Silverstein.
2: My goodness. 4.4?
0: Five stars all round. Wow. I think I might have seen one for four, but that might have been out of like 20. But I mean, when good. you round
2: down, that's 4.4. 4. That's a good point, actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been running my own podcast for the past two years called the London Theatre Podcast. We chat mm. with actors, directors, playwrights, etc., including earlier this year, Kit Harrington of the great <gasps> Gamma Thrones.
0: Berg Harrington.
2: Anyway, so I got to chat with Ben about his career so far, both on stage and as a YouTube video editor, and thought your listeners might be interested in getting a brief behind-the-scenes peek as to how Ben works. Absolutely. I think people should definitely check that out. Yes. So that's called the? The West, well, it's called the London Theatre Podcast. Get a bit of insight.
0: Do you like insight, Mason? Yes. That's the perfect opportunity
2: for you then. For insight?
0: To get some of that, yeah. Getting of the insight. You know it is. As Robert Farley says, uh, with the upcoming Zombieland 2, who, if anyone, would you like to appear in a a la Bill Murray cameo? I personally would like to see Dan Aykroyd, and he's killed by someone hitting him on the head with a crystal skull or a copy of the DVD. Uh, Indiana Jones four or Kill Charlotte Booth dead hashtag weekly planet pod.
2: Well, I said last time in the spirit of of mm. Ghostbusters alumni Rick Moranis. Sure. Of also of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids fame, but now that I think about it, maybe Al Pacino shrunk really tiny. Ah, I'm so small. <laughs> <laughs> It's a big jar of rocks.
0: Exactly. He's running out of things to... <laughs>
2: <laughs> to, 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 to. <laughs> oh, I see, right. Uh, he's just trying to justify the catchphrase yeah, at this point. Right, I yeah. get it. All right. I understand.
0: So, uh, uh, well, we, we were thinking 80s. I mentioned Kurt Russell because he did a lot of horror stuff in yeah, the 80s. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh-huh. uh, you could get a, a Jim Belushi if you want to do a Blues Brothers 2000 situation. What Actually, a- he's not in that, is he? He was supposed to be. But then they put him in. The, they replaced him. Okay, right. With... Um, you know what his name?
2: A copy of According to Jim on DVD, they just put yes. it on a chair. No, John Goodman. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Um, what about what about uh is Robert England still alive, Freddie Krueger? I believe he is, yeah. Okay, right. But do you think he's
0: famous enough where people go oh, Robert right, England? Right. Oh, yeah,
2: right, maybe not. Maybe I was maybe maybe put Zack Snyder in there. Dawn of the Dead guy. But again, like does he is he acting like is he? No, Dawns I don't know. Acting? I don't know what he does. I, I know, know, know he's he got no sugar on his sets. What does yeah. that mean in terms of Also did the zombie apocalypse happen before no, it did happen before Dawn of the Dead, right? 2009, so no, after. I oh. actually
0: just watched it today, I funnily enough, yeah. yeah. And we've maybe got an episode coming up for oh, Cavern of Garbage, don't we? Yeah, Zombie we do. And It's true.
2: Esque. So, okay, so maybe not Zack Snyder. Mm. Uh, Who's an 80s kind of big star horror? Oh, you can, what about an Eddie Murphy? Sure, I'd say that, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's coming back. He's coming back. There's, uh, there's a trailer. Did you see the Dolomite? trailer for Dolomite? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, which is the, the story of... Of the man who invented the Dolmine mm. character, the black exploitation character.
0: Never seen a single second of those
2: movies. I don't know if that movie's going to be any good, but I might watch five minutes of it. Yeah, that. I'll check
0: out Eddie Murphy doing a thing. Because mm. Marlon Wayne's is doing the Eddie Murphy thing now. He's got that show on Netflix where he's like, I'm playing six people. Two of them are fat. What are the other four? Women or something. I don't know. <laughs> These hilarious <laughs> well, gags. That's so so two fat people, two ladies of the silver screen. I get it. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not really, no. Yeah, anyway. No. Is it Marlon Wayne's or Damon Wayne's? doesn't matter. I think it's Marlon. Anyway, so Marlon Waynes would be perfect, is what we're saying, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. we arrived to the same conclusion at the same time. What about Judge
2: Reinhold? Mmm, Is he popular enough? I don't know. What about Jason Bateman? That's not bad. That's not, That's not bad. Know, he's like a teen, young Bill Murray. Wolf? Yeah. it's a Teen Wolf situation,
0: you know? It's called Sex Tuplets on... uh oh, okay. I'm just going to check the reviews. They're all bad. Bad. Great. Incredible. Though 84% of people like this film but it's got 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Roger Ebert gave it 1.5. five. All right One out of four. I don't know why I said 1.5. <laughs> that was not even close to what In I looked In fairness, at, it's I very late at night right it's now. It's incredibly late. Uh, one more tweet here from Cap, who says, Out of all the Fox movies that Disney have killed off, which of them, if any, do you think have real potential to be actually good? LXG, League of Stormy Gentlemen. Oh, he's Flash Gorbin. Chronicle Did 2. Did you say Flash
2: Gorbin? Yep. Chronicle 2. You're thinking, of, you're thinking of Flash Groban, the singer. <laughs> I mean, his name's Josh Grober, but I call him Flash. Yeah, because
0: he's so showing his penis to everybody all the time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, or McLean. You,
2: you have no idea how accurate that is. Is that really? No, I don't think it's true. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I'll tell you later. It's an off-air conversation. Really? Yeah.
0: So McLean is a die-hard prequel. Yeah. Right. Could any of these be good? *League of the new Gentlemen* potentially.
2: Yeah. Look, I, know, I don't know if they can if they could give us a relaunch of that. They'd have to scrap it and start again, I think. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. And I, I also feel like maybe Penny Dreadful did it better than... Oh, okay. ...The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen still did. Gone? I don't think i think it got two seasons or three yeah, right, or something okay. like that. Yeah. What are other ones? Chronicle Flash, two,
0: Flash Groban. Flash mm-hmm. uh, Groban. Chronicle 2 is like six years too late. And yeah. Max Landis. So. I
2: feel like all the, the avenues that Chronicle could have explored if it got a sequel immediately yeah. have kind of been done by so many other things. Brightburn yep. and just... Superhero movies in general. Yeah. They've, they've
0: really kind of... The seven that we've got every year. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah.
2: I, think it, I think it's been thoroughly covered, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Flash Gordon was going to be Taika Waititi. Um They was talking about animated, maybe? So that could have been something, because, you know, the 80s. Sure, you know? right. The I mean, it, it, you know, animated Voltron worked out really well. It so did. It's great. Give, I mean, it was animated before, but, you know. But now it's more animated. <laughs> more animated, remember? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's McLean, which is... Um, Die Hard prequel. Yeah, cool. which I'm kind of... Um, yeah, you were mentioning how that what adventures had the Bruce Willis been on before he was Jason Diehard. And you think nothing. I think just like traffic cop. That's what i Sure, think. right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> or maybe
0: just a man like, like combing over his hair in the mirror. <laughs>
2: yeah, real slice alive. Slice alive, you know? <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, but I
0: don't think like you would de age Bruce Willis because he doesn't care about anything yeah. anymore. Mm. And so you'd have to recast. And would people even be into that?
2: I wonder if there is anything that can get Bruce Willis back into caring about movies. I reckon no. <laughs> okay, then definitive. <laughs> and I know you're a, you're a yes and guy, so that, that's 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 me. pretty definitive. If yeah. you're like no, absolutely not. Okay,
0: well, I guess the last thing he sort of cared about was the Splitterverse.
2: No, he did not.
0: In the last, I mean, he did more in the last one than he did in all those. No, two- but that's
2: old footage. No, no,
0: I'm talking the last movie that he made though. The, 'Cause he's in the last one. The last. split of a, Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean old footage? But
2: all the all the it's from The Sixth Sense. What what and you mean unbreakable? I mean unbreakable. It's very late. But it is. Uh,
0: but they filmed new things with him. They did, movie. yeah. But
2: none of none of the all the all the flashback stuff is like it's just old footage.
0: Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying he cared about that project to he did. some extent. I don't think he did. Oh, no, no, I not in the same way that he used to. Uh. Like especially after you watch like Pulp fiction, it's like this is not even the same man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, what do you do? What do you do exactly? Nothing. Anyway, do you want to wrap us up? Home? No,
2: because I got one more letter. Well, then I don't want to. Okay, that then. To happen. This is from Jordan Bull. Jordan. Uh, hi, James and Mason. That's us. My name's Jordan. And fun fact: I was listening to old episodes of your podcast while scrubbing toilets at McDonald's the other night. I assume he works at McDonald's. Yeah, but he this doesn't. He's sneaking in at night. He's <laughs> Just a good in. Samaritan. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, a good guy. What a good guy. And I think listening to you guys talk about what's up and coming way back then is the most I'll ever get to feel like a time traveller. Anyway, mm. wanted to say a huge thank you for your podcast. I actually overheard a co-worker making Weekly Planet references at work two years ago and asked him if he too watched Mr. Sunday Movies and it sparked some great conversations. Now to this day, we are best friends and watching both good and bad movies together is our favourite thing to do. It's also his birthday coming up, so happy birthday, Jacob. Happy birthday, Jacob! Anyway, that's from Jordan, official pod uh, photographer of the podcast. and Maybe he's already got one. Who is was
0: it? It goes to the live
2: shows. Clickety clack. That is true. All right, so send us your portfolio. Yes, the, your best photos of freshly scrubbed McDonald's <laughs> toilets. Yep. And we will, we will, maybe, you'll, maybe you're into the shot. We will reverse Google image search this. Exactly. Don't just get some blood. Just don't just Google fresh, scrubbed McDonald's toilets. Also, you can tell we're you McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's. Yeah,
0: that's right. i will be scrubbing those toilets. I still check up on them and go, right. yep, pretty good. You can good.
2: you can tell the difference between a um, Photoshop. Exactly. That's <laughs> Photoshopped. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> scrubbed clean toilet. Exactly. And I McDonald's. soiled yeah. many a one of your McDonald's toilets. So Boy, I, did you? Yeah. So we're both pretty, pretty, pretty profound experts there. Let me tell you.
0: I meant to say this up top in the last episode and I didn't. And then I, I put it about here in the, the previous recording, but I also ran into some people at the pub uh, who listened to the show and watched the YouTube So channel.
2: Toilet Talk has reminded you about the people you Again, met Again, yes, yeah, so,
0: because I remember we said that exact same thing before segueing All into right. this as we, were, as we were ending the show. Uh, but so you just want to say thank you for coming up and saying hi and being good, nice dudes and being supportive. Yeah, that's great. Very welcome. That was not directed at you in any way. I don't know how you could have interpreted it that way. It's very late. And also, <laughs> welcome. Okay. Well, bring us home.
2: Thank you, everybody, for listening to this show, episode 298 slash 299. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us at Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Gmail and Twitter and Bandcamp. Yep. You can also go to planetbroadcasting.com Sign up for our newsletter from the great Rob Collings He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter And that also is. at Raw Collings I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter And I'm at Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U On Instagram You're Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere Everywhere, correct? single time If you'd like to support the show You can go to patreon.com Slash Mr. Sunday Movies If you'd like to chuck in a buck I know you would Give us a dollar <laughs> That's what we say yeah. uh, Or if you want to click on the Amazon affiliate link In our episode description I'm going to click through there and uh, get a album of McDonald's toilet photographs, <laughs> like a like a coffee table book of freshly scrubbed McDonald's toilets. You can do that. Or, or, in fact, anything that you would normally buy on, Inst- on uh, Amazon, we get a little kickback. Definitely. That would definitely. be terrific. If you'd like to leave us a nice review or tell your friends, that would be fantastic. you got to review that? It would be wonderful. I do
0: actually have a review right in front of me. I'm just bringing it up right now. Very and it says... Good. A must-listen for comic book fans. This is from Tom from Indiana. These mates are, are hilarious. Never fail to make me laugh. A great listen for all comic book fans, for any comic book fans, I should say, and just movie, general movie fans. Sit back, grab yourself a big sandwich, and enjoy. So if people want to... You can review right on the app if you want to. Mason, right now, you can do that. Yeah, but that's out of the show a lot. Excellent. Mm. I'm not going to do it right now, though. Yeah, but you could, It'd Mason. be an
2: inside job, though. It'd be weird, I feel like. Well,
0: a lot of people do that to climb the iTunes charts, Mason. Do they so, really? Oh,
2: mate, it, it is rife with it. <sighs> Yeah. This is diabolical It's true We should come up with some sort of The boys team That <laughs> kills other podcasts I could name some names <laughs> Oh up, could you Tell me, air. Off air. Off me off air, air. That's terrific yeah. Yeah. W- oh, Wait would I know any of them though 100% What
0: And if I told you You'd be like Of course
2: Oh I get a sense now <laughs> yeah. Alright we'll talk about it off
0: air oh, That sounds really good yeah. Okay uh, um, It's nobody oh, it's, it's nobody we personally know No no yeah exactly I'm not like Over at Sans Pants They're like, <laughs> Alright right Those guys are great Yeah But is it them? It's definitely them That's yeah, what that's I was talking I about
2: yeah. Alright uh, 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 Let's see what else uh, uh, Thank you to the brute and the Basilisk And Rackham for all our musical themes Yeah and Buy our t-shirts on tpublic.com if you'd like to We love seeing a logo t-shirt out We in really the while. do yeah uh, Don't forget our charity campaign We're nearly halfway. Woo Imagine if you were the person to, to tip it over the edge. Did I say that last time?
0: Yes. Mate, no. Now you're saying it now. Correct. You, you tip us over the 50K is what you're saying or the 25K,
2: the halfway point. If you could point. do both. Yeah. That would be terrific. If you could just bloody, if you want to donate $25,050 and, $50 One and thousand get us over would, the edge to the yeah. to the end, that'd be be that would be terrific.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we could stop bloody banging on about the environment.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Pay to get us to stop talking. Next week, D23. Love it. And we'll see you guys at the movies. I mean Oh old Hollywood I get it now Is
0: it? Yeah I don't know why I said that It's because it's very late I've never seen anyone at the movies When I've seen them Oh mate It's not important Let's let's end (laughs) the show yeah Let's end the show Everybody 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 at home We're we're calling it a day Goodbye
2: We're calling it Uh, Grab that jammy guys We'll see you next week Ah We'll see you next week! He's back! Seinfeld. Do you want to do
0: Ghost Seinfeld? No,
2: I'll save it for another episode.
0: Because, just for, so people know, Mason has a Ghost Seinfeld impersonation that he finally revealed to the world, and then but never again was lost. It. Yeah. Was, was it, is it supposed to even be out there? You know what I mean? Is it even real? Is it even real? Like a ghost mm-hmm. of Seinfeld? Yep. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
2: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want.